Welcome to GoodBuddy's Market Pulse update for 15th of March 2021. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets and investor decisions around the world. We're joined today by research analyst Neve O'Leary. Morning, Neve. Uh, so last week, Neve, we kind of had a very similar week market-wise. Can you just give people a little bit of a recap of, of what went on? Yeah, good morning, Sarah. So yeah, as you said, the narrative remained very much the same last week. We actually ended on a high with Joe Biden signing off on that $1.9 trillion relief package. Um, but it was the cyclical sectors outperforming last week. Again, we saw consumer discretionary, industrials and materials kind of leading the way. But what we did see was IT lagging as those US bond markets problems um, with them selling off again during the week. And we saw that kind of continued rotation from growth into value. The impact of those higher bond yields is quite significant on those highly valued growth stocks, such as those in tech. The high valuations have been justified to date, given where interest rates have been. But as we see bond yields rise, they'll continue to come under pressure. So what we're seeing is that the impact of those higher discount rates on the value of future cash flows. Despite all this, momentum is pushing the market higher, despite some maybe more mediocre economic data. We've had the vaccine rollout accelerating and that new stimulus in the US should push markets ever higher. So this, I think, all reinforces the view that it's the US that will lead the way over the coming months as they look to reopen. But I suppose one thing that is continuing to worry markets is inflation. Um, it's just not going away. And while we expect the US economy to run quite hot and there's likely to be that kind of short, sharp surge of inflation as they reopen and that pent up demand is released, as the question for bond markets and, of course, the Federal Reserve is, can this be sustained? And can we just talk about the bond market for, for a minute, Neve? Um, just, you know, g- give people a bit of a feel for, for what's really going on there. Yeah, so it's, I suppose, over the last summer week, it has been the big story of those moves in the U.S. bond market. Um, just to give you a flavor year to date, so the U.S. 10-year has moved 70 basis points year to date, coming from kind of not 0.9% to 1.6% at Friday close. Just a massive move in a short space of time. And especially when you think that the 10-year was actually at all-time lows in August of last year. So while all of this has happened, the Fed have actually made no moves. They remain firmly on hold. And yet the markets are continuing to push that yield higher. Almost as if they're trying to find the level at which the Fed will act and support markets. The Fed want financial conditions to be accommodative to economic growth. They want liquidity in markets. And to do this, they've kept interest rates essentially at zero. They've had their QE pro, their, this massive QE program to ensure the ample liquidity in markets. And while they've done nothing to year to date with these dramatic moves in markets, should the bond market continue to sell off and should moves become disorderly, we would expect to see the move to support markets and rein in those yields. The Fed won't allow the bond market to run off unchecked. So all of this being said, I think it's important to remember that the Fed are meeting this week. Um, they're meeting tomorrow and Wednesday. And so what they'll do this week is they'll release their summary of economic projections. And given all of these worries around inflation and things like that, we will be interested to see their new dot plot. They released their last dot plot in December, and that is the signal of expectations of future interest rate changes. So what, how, where will interest rates be in the next two, two, three, four years? And so each member of the Fed represents a dot. So the last dot plot update um, signaled that the Fed would be on hold until the end of 2023. And any change in this would be quite significant for markets. And you would expect to see bond yields pushed ever higher on the back of that. So it'll be very interesting. Um, and all eyes will be on the Fed this week. 
we'll certainly be looking out for that. And against, I suppose, all that backdrop, Neve, any changes or, or, or moves in terms of portfolios uh, as people listening in? Yeah, so while everything has been happening in the US, I suppose the euro area has been quite subdued. And this is something that's caught our eye, that yields differentials, the difference between the US and the German tenure has widened to such a level that it's actually become very attractive for us as euro-based investors. We'll always look at things in terms of the euro relative to the, um, the US. So while we may see an orderly rise in absolute rates in the coming months, we'd actually expect the euro area to catch up a bit. And we'd see that differential close and the US outperform in relative terms. So we think that current differential represents really good value for clients at the moment. So at last week's asset allocation, we actually decided to move some of our euro area exposure into those US treasuries. So I suppose one of the main drawbacks as a euro area investor is hedging costs. Um, in fixed income markets, we'll always hedge our non-euro exposure um, as moves in currency can actually wipe out any return. And because hedging costs, which are what drives hedging costs is those short-term rates. And as we saw the Fed bring rates to effectively zero last year, there's been a dramatic fall in hedging rates, which created a really good opportunity for us as euro-based investors. Um, we actually previously increased our exposure to US debt markets last year on the credit side, and now we're looking to just increase on the government side and move some of our euro area allocation into US treasuries. So this will actually increase the yield on portfolios while keeping that kind of duration or interest rate is relatively the same. And just briefly on the equity side, um, it's cyclicals that we're looking at at the moment. Um, we're just kind of keeping an eye on them as they have look, looked a little bit extended, kind of having fully priced in that recovery. So we'll just be monitoring those as well. So I suppose to sum up, the recovery continues. We're seeing some good opportunities in US fixed income markets and just keeping an eye on those cyclicals. That's great. Thank you, Neve. That concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For more information and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to goodbody.ie forward slash insights.